Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! I can be your hero, baby. I can chip, chip a Chip away at the pain. Yeah, but <laughs> I couldn't say that because we were just singing Enrique Iglesias. I didn't have that one planned. Sometimes I have delightful. one planned. Yeah. Do, why were we singing Enrique Iglesias two minutes ago? Because I started singing it, so I get credit for that. Okay. You want to take credit for a chip, chip a yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, welcome to the All Enrique Iglesias podcast, where we talk only about Enrique Iglesias songs and what was Enrique his... Iglesias. Sorry, I got a big yawn. Um, it's, a, it's a good start to a podcast when your host is yawning. I get, I get really tired in between when we're supposed to record and when we actually start recording. Yeah, I get really tell, tired. tell the folks at home what it's like waiting for me to set up in here, as opposed to like you know when I, we say we're going to record. What do you what would you say the time frame is? The time difference? I between think it's like, normally a solid hour. Really? Yeah, because sometimes wow. you like don't you don't finish your notes or whatever, which is okay. You know, sometimes I got to brainstorm my chip chip and that takes a little bit longer than and I you anticipate. Have to do food puns. Some of them aren't, we don't just sing Enrique Iglesias right before yep. we start recording and I get lucky. My quick question, and then I think we should go back into Bob's world. What was his greatest hit? Because that was like totally my childhood. It wasn't Hero? I think Hero was the biggest one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Hero's number one. Okay. Bailando. Bailamos. Bailamos, let the rhythm take you over, bailamos. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, but Hero was the biggest yeah. in, in my... Whew, what a what a tangent to go down. What a ride. That's, that's enough Enrique Iglesias for the next 10 Decade. to 15 years for me. Yeah, yeah. I think we're good <laughs> on Enrique Iglesias. And I think we should get into uh, Bob's Burgers, let's like you said. Um, Bob pun or Max pun? Yeah, let's, let's go. You ready for, for it? it? Yeah. These are all themed. Oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. Sports themed? Uh, baseball themed. Okay. That's good. Yeah, even even better. I went one. That's 
more specific. Let's see if I can do one really quickly. Okay. I can make one up. Yeah, go ahead. So baseball, um, batter up a tempura battered and fried beef patty burger. That's a lot of chalkboard space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. Your first pun is take me kraut to the ball game burger. You. Yes. Your second pun is Field Greens of Dreams Burger. Oh, that's great. I'm going to go Bob. Max. Oh. Your next pun is National Pastime Burger. Time, T-H-Y-M-E. I feel like that's Bob because it's not as good, but I'm going to be disappointed if that's Bob. It is Bob. And I think we've done it before on this, but I did it just for the theme. Oh, I, I don't remember at all. They They couldn't do any better. Are you sass and the writers? I'm guessing this was in this episode since it was like a baseball uh, I think thing. it was. Or okay. there was they, there was another baseball episode in the first season. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, that's um, right. I think it was in that one. Yeah. And your final pun is, can I get a drum roll? <laughs> like this is Christmas vacation. <laughs> um, a leak of their own. Can it be you? Is it you? Can can it be me? It, I just it love a leak of their own so much, and I also like leaks. So you're giving it to me. Yeah, it's a Bob Burger. Yeah, but you would have thought of that if it weren't a Bob. I was burger. I was looking into doing a leak of their own one. Yeah, and Bob had already done one, so I let Him Bob do it. it. But Aww. great movie, great, great movie. movie. We should rewatch it. It's Wait, been a didn't, while. They're remaking it. They're doing a, a series, I think. Yeah, with I'm some there. Good people on. On board for it, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm there. Maybe some of these Bob's people are on there. I think. Really? It's in that you know comedy world. Oh oh, the actors. I yeah. Was like, Wait what? <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be surprised if like Kristen Shaw popped up if she, even if she isn't in the show itself. I can just so picture her in that uniform. Be, like that would be. She's great. like perfect for that. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I am so ready to dive deep into jeans foray into baseball now then can we have the title and synopsis for our last episode of season three episode 23 which was a phenomenal season there were some hits in this season i agree i think this is the season where they hit their stride yeah bobs took off all right season finale the unnatural gene Loves baseball, the fun slides, a.k.a. the electric slide, the cup that protects his wobbly bits, and the fab capri pants. He loves baseball. Until he has to play, that is, and then it turns out he hates baseball and also is very bad at it. Determined to make Gene a star player, Linda and Louise sell Bob's new and beloved espresso machine to pay for the Deuce's baseball camp, much to Tina's chagrin, considering she's currently totally addicted to espresso. This episode came out on May 12th, 2013, and was written by Greg Thompson, directed by Wes Archer. I love this episode. I love it too. But you know what? I think, if I'm remembering correctly, not that we always have to have the same opinion, but I think we liked it the first watch and then it loved, loved it. it the second, second watch. Yes. Although this is probably our third watch. I've got a number of reasons. Do you want to tell me I, why you loved it or do you want? No, I'd love to hear yours. Well, first of all, I feel Gene's experience with playing baseball. <gasps> you do? Yes. Like I liked the idea of baseball. What did you like about the idea of it? Well, I liked, like as a kid, I liked Little League. 
I liked the capri I liked I liked the the uniform. <laughs> I liked uh, T ball. I liked coach mm-hmm. pitch where they underhand it to you and you mm-hmm. get to crack at it. I was great. Uh huh. But the second the kids starting throwing balls, like pitching, little children. Well, that's what the thing is. You 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 kind of graduate from t ball and like coach uh-huh. pitch to when the kids are now throwing learning to pitch uh-huh i was like no take me out of it. i was as scared of the ball as gene is in this episode you didn't want balls flying at your face oh, there's that there's that clueless joke yep <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i didn't i did not want children my age who had just they just like said here here's a rock solid rock throw it at that kid's face and they, they were learning. And learn, yeah, and learn yeah. how to throw it not at that kid's face, but how do you learn that? By throwing it a num- number of times, and it's up to me to get out of the way? Hell no. You know, I feel yeah, That makes sense to me. And I, I'm also just not a sports person. I don't, I'm not like that into like, not that sports are aggressive, but I just kind of like, like, why? I'll just stand back. That's, that's who I was at, in PE. You know, I grew up in the 80s where it was very like, you're a boy, play some, you, it's Little League time. It's yeah. like, you know, I didn't, it wasn't my favorite. And I had to be bribed to go to games sometimes. Like oh, my parents nice. would have to that like get me the newest. so your mom. Right. The newest like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy as long as I played the game. My dad will tell you that I was a great Little Leaguer. Like I was a great outfielder and stuff. Like <laughs> you could have been great, something. Yes, he'll tell you that. Yeah. But I just, when it got to those kids pitching, I no, was, I, I was out. out. Yeah. Okay. So if we're going to talk about nostalgia and sports quickly, I um, was denied all of the soccer teams. This was a league like at the YMCA where I believe everyone was allowed to participate and I was not allowed to participate. I I don't know if I was like too, I was in a weird age, but um, that's how my relationship with sports started. They denied you like it wasn't a parents thing? No, like I wasn't like... I don't know if I didn't make the team. Oh, you don't remember like team? trying out? No. But I, anyway, but I loved the lime, lemon lime green slushies um, at the YMCA. Oh, I was, yeah. You know what? The the concession stand at the Little League place where I grew up yeah. was just like chili cheese fries were. Oh, uh, that sounds see? great. And that's what Gene, like Gene was going yes. to his, his, his pants and his baseball cap and carry a bat and you can go get some chili cheese fries and not have to play that's awesome. i love it yeah he has a romanticized vision of it um okay so you have you said you had multiple reasons why you love this episode one being you feel gene yes two being it's the return of the prince of persuasia who is and now going by the, the deuce. deuce of Diamonds. Okay. okay. Who we now learn is like con man and has all different kinds of cons along with his Prince of Persuasia tapes. He's got, first of all, it's he's, he's voiced by Rob Hubel, who we've mentioned in that um, The Princess Persuasia mm-hmm. episode. But he has, at, at one point, Linda approaches him in the parking lot with Gene and he drops like all of his DVDs. And he also has the ones, the closer of Close Up Magic and the Iceman of Inkjet Printer Repair are the two that, that was he my drops favorite. out of his bag. Yeah. That was my favorite. I, I love this character. I don't think he um, appears after this, but I hope he comes back at some point. The show's he's, still going. He's ripe for a comeback. I love it. To, to, to do some other con. So I enjoy that. Uh-huh. And then I enjoy this episode also because of Tina's caffeine addiction. I was going to be so upset if you didn't mention that. Yeah. You and I have serious caffeine addictions. Mine's a little more extreme than yours. 
and I just we love it. relate to it. Yeah. I, Skylar used to, when I first met Skylar, she would drink an entire pot of coffee before coming into work where we met. <laughs> he makes it so exaggerated, but I put four cups of water in the coffee machine. And so, yeah, I drink like that amount of coffee. There's a lot of coffee before coming into work, don't you think? I would also drink coffee at like 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. And I like cannot do that now or I'll be yeah, up all night. Which I still do now. Anyway, I love the like addict narrative of her like of her being completely sucked in and it taking over her life and i think it's so funny and i love that she's like i have a personality now yeah i love how annoyed she gets at jimmy she's like why would you say hi yeah it's like on the days where one of us doesn't have caffeine we're a little bit snippy to each other my favorite kind of like, because if, if you guys don't know, I'm sober, so technically I identify as an addict. <laughs> My favorite part is when Tina, um, they're at the vending machine um, and the deuce is like making the kids like hit it. And she's like, oh, I think some, I see some coke leaking from the machine. And she's like, so ready to go like lick the concrete yeah, is like such a good moment. Coke soda. Not, yeah, coke not, soda. Yeah, she's addicted to caffeine. Oh my God. And when she breaks the babies, she is merciless okay so now that breaking you're bringing, yeah the breaking the linda baby figures yeah so i've got a fun fact regarding everything we're talking about okay. so tina tina on caffeine those babies so there's one scene in this episode where tina has like a withdrawal a withdrawal hallucination when she's uh-huh. like not she doesn't have caffeine for a while and that's apparently it's like she sees jimmy jr as one of the babies crawling on the ceiling and he like turns his head and <laughs> says something to her that apparently is a parody of uh, a scene in Train Spotting when the lead Ewan McGregor's character goes tries to go off heroin. He has like a withdrawal Wait, hallucination. So that's why you asked me um, if I'd seen that movie the other day. You were yeah. doing research. Yeah, that's oh, where that, it came from. Now I really want to watch that movie. Yeah, we'll watch it. Okay, um, that good. But he has like this hallucination where like a creepy baby crawls on the ceiling and like turns its head. And I love their pop culture references. Yeah, they're great. And I don't catch all of them, so. Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. You're, I'm, I'm going to pretend like you're the listeners. Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> a couple more fun facts for you while I've kind of opened the here. floodgates. Yeah. Obviously, the title of this episode, The Unnatural, mm-hmm. is a parody on The Natural, which is a famous Robert Redford movie based on a book. Okay. I think it's Robert Redford and I think Glenn Close in the 80s. <sighs> Love her. Probably worth watching. I haven't seen it since I was yeah. a kid. I, I knew, I was like, this is definitely par- parodying something called The Natural, but I had no idea what it was. Um, What else do I have here? Oh, when they go to the hotel where the Deuce of Diamonds, the Prince motel. of Persuasion, yeah, the, the motel where he's staying, there's uh, a character named Mr. Manoogian who runs, like yes. Andy and Ollie say, hi, Mr. Manoogian. They know him because their dad goes there for God knows what. Um, <laughs> That's a great moment, by the way. He's voiced by Jason Mansukis, who uh-huh. is one of the co-hosts from one of our favorite podcasts, How Did This Get Made? So good. Um, but he's also on every single sitcom, I would say. Like, he he's he's a guest on every single sitcom you've ever seen. Yeah, he's like, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, I think. Uh, good Place. Um, he's he's on everything. Yeah. He was, he was on The League regularly on Comedy Central, FX. FX. Uh-huh. 
He's great. He's and, hilarious. And Always funny. Such a good voice actor. Like he definitely has a voice for voice acting. And then just one other fun fact I have for you is that Gene's attitude about Little League yes. was not based on me, despite what we have said. <laughs> okay. But it was apparently inspired by uh Lauren Bouchard, the creator of uh-huh. Bob's Burgers nephew. Oh. what's the story? Did he really did he romanticize it and then hated it? Or was he really scared I, I, of the ball? I don't know. This, uh, I'm assuming he was like, he liked like the idea of it. And he liked yeah. like, the, the outfit and stuff. And then when he got into it, he was like, nope, this is not I for me. I love that. Okay. What's one thing that you like the idea of now as an adult? About like, like baseball or no, like what's just something in life that you liked the idea of it. And then as a kid, no, now, you know, what's kind of that for me is music festivals. Ooh. Like, like I like the idea of them, and I do like going to them. But a lot of the times when I'm there, I'm like hot and tired and crammed in a group and of people, like drunk people, yeah. fighting for spots. Or- yeah, and everything is super expensive. So maybe that's like the that's idea of that one. is is always fun to me, and then it's never as fun as yeah I think it is. Um, New Year's Eve does that count? <laughs> that, that always like yeah. Uh, that totally counts. Growing up, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for New Year's Eve. And I don't think I've ever had a, like a... A great... Well, well, not like great, but like I've never had like the romanticized version of New Year's mm-hmm. Eve and had it be fun. The um, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Kiss at midnight. Yeah. I mean, well, you and I... I love... Have like a kiss at like East Coast time. And we're <laughs> like... We go to bed. We turn, never go to bed. We give each other a peck at 9 p.m. <laughs> Which is um, midnight Eastern time, right. and then we Give go to bed. Give a little kiss on the snout, and that's about it. Um, I would say being a plant mom. Oh yes, I, as we've known throughout still the pandemic, we've learned that that's. I still haven't let go of the idea of it, but it's it's really like a painful experience to me. So that's my baseball gene. If you're listening, okay. okay before we get into the credits, there's one part in the episode also where Tina is hyped up on caffeine and bob hasn't come up with uh, <gasps> a burger the day yet and he said he was thinking about doing something gouda and he couldn't think of any and tino lists uh lightning fast yeah, lightning fast rattles off these yeah, burgers these Let's are the him. ones she she does woulda coulda gouda <laughs> you you gouda be kidding me as gouda as it gets gouda gouda gumdrops <laughs> a few gouda men gouda gouda two shoes gouda day sir those are the ones she she That's lists off as amazing. quickly as possible. Do you have any that you can think of off right the top now, of your head? Um, good to be you. Good to be you. Yeah, isn't that a phrase? Uh, sure. <laughs> it will be now. We're gonna use it from now on. Oh, um, uh, good fellas. Good fellas. I like that yeah. one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Good night moon. Oh, that's good. That's a, Ooh, that's gouda. Oh, that's gouda. <laughs> um, good night, my someone. <laughs> Good night, my someone. <laughs> no, I just want cheese. What's that boring movie that I didn't watch? Um, good night and good a. Oh, <laughs> uh, good night and good luck. Is that what I said? Yes. <laughs> That's one of those like Academy Award movies that, like, when it's out, it's really like you gotta see it, and then you just never hear about it again. Uh, if you want to come up with your own Gouda burgers, we should do that um, on Instagram. Yeah, send us some. We'll do it on in the stories. Look, yeah. look out this week for our uh, our Gouda prompt. Yeah. And we want to hear your Gouda burgers. And we'll share the best ones or the worst ones. Yeah, both are good. Bad and good ones are Gouda. 
They're all they're all Gouda mm-hmm. in this household. Uh, should we get into the credits? Yeah. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So the moments before the credits begin, we have everyone crammed in the car from the, um, they went to go pick them up at the Deuces Motel and Tina's missing. And it turns out she is in so gross. the lobby of the motel with Mr. Manugian. Where is Tina? That pot is a week old. She's just chugging away. I put my cigarettes out in that. Do you want cream or sugar? So Tina is chugging old stale coffee from the pot which is how i imagine you drank your coffee before coming into work i would leave the burner on so it would be like burnt by the time you like drink it yeah the can yeah so but but you chug it from the carafe yeah and just like sit i feel like you like sit on the couch maybe in silence just drink just dribbling down my blouse yeah and then what happens after mr manuigan says his like just commenting on her drinking chugging away we cut to the credits and we hear this light little music. Yeah, like xylophone kind of. Yeah. Um, and we're in the kitchen. It's the classic kitchen scene, except Louise is not there. Whoa. So we got just Bob and Tina preparing food. Um, but Gene is there in his gorgeous baseball uniform. Dancing. And what is he doing, Max? He is doing specifically the electric slide. Because if you'll, if you remember in the opening scene where he's explaining how much he loves baseball, he's doing the electric slide there because to him sliding isn't necessarily like throwing your body toward a plate. It's 
doing the electric slide. As it should be. As it should, should be. Can we see more of that in baseball? Yeah. I know you like, I know like professional baseball, like you got to get to the plate fast, mm-hmm. but if you could like electric slide to the plate, 10 so much more entertaining. bonus points. Yeah. Okay. Let's see Gene do some more electric sliding. He's moving back. I need to pause it there real quick because mm-hmm. we get Louise finally makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. She comes in from the side of the screen where Gene usually comes in his burger costume carrying a bat. She is like going to do something with that bat. She too. she is very calm, but her eyes are wide with like, this is going to happen. Now, is she doing that thing where you kind of. Where she's like slapping it at her hands? Yeah. Let's go back and see. She's not. No. Okay. It's electric. Let me, before we get to Louise, I'd just like to say that I feel like Gene's putting a little bit of his own spin on the electric slide. That's not exactly how I remember doing it in middle school dances. And he also puts his hands up into his head to kind of like do a pelvic thrust, right? As Louise Mm -hmm. does what with that bat? Well, I'm, I'm not sure where a ball seems to fly in the air. But she doesn't hit the ball. Uh, it wasn't a ball. I there saw there a, was ball. a ball. There's a baseball. I thought it was a burger. Flip. Oh, Let's see. Let's burger? go back. You can't see it's electric. Oh, that's so funny. I I thought the the patty was a ball, but yeah. okay. So right on the beat, Louise hits Jean's cup. That's protecting his wobbly bits. It's electric. Whack. Yeah. Right on the beat. As Tina puts uh, a burger in the window to be served. Mm-hmm. And she says she's doing the backup, the boogie, woogie, woogie. Mm-hmm. And she runs off. She runs across the screen from where Louise entered and runs off as she's saying boogie, woogie, woogie. We okay. don't know where she's going. Cool. So this song. Also, Gene is not like does not flinch. No, He's like, that's keep the hitting of, me. That's the beauty of a cup. That's he also one of the it. only good things about baseball. Your junk's protected. That's you're, good. You feel it's like almost like you're superhuman. Because <laughs> that's like your Achilles heel. Okay. You get hit there without a cup you know, on. And and people think women are weak. Oh, we're the we're so like weak. you need a piece of plastic to run around some bases. Yeah, but you want to protect those things. It hurts. Um, so this song is a cover. That's the Bob's version of a song called Electric Boogie. Which uh-huh. was the official electric slide song. Uh-huh. It, became, it becomes the official electric slide song. Um, In pop culture? Yes. Okay, It's cool. an actual song mm-hmm. by Marsha Griffiths. This version was by, the, the one that became like the electric slide uh-huh. version was by a, a artist named Marsha Griffiths. And it was originally recorded in 1976 wow. by Bunny Whaler, who was originally a member of the Whalers with Bob Marley and Peter Tosh. They... Whoa, you traced this back. Yeah, I found this all very interesting. And I so, do too. And so her cover version mm-hmm. became like the electric slide version, which you hear in North America at weddings. Uh, it sounds bar, like bar you and, read bar. that from Wikipedia. In North America. I did, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, think, okay. I, I think it's got to be specified that it's in, in the USA. Okay. And not like... Tell me America's where we hear it. Tell me in North America weddings, where we hear it. Uh-huh. Bar and bat mitzvahs. That's uh-huh. where I would do it the most. Mm-hmm. And other special occasions. <laughs> anywhere anywhere people gather to celebrate something and there's a little like 
uh, how, how, what size would you say that dance floor is that they put down on the grounds? Like a little pathetic dance floor? Yeah, a little like fake vinyl dance floor. Yeah. Um, it you was can, always middle school dances for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bar and bat mitzvahs, as a, as a Jewish yep. kid growing up, we'd, we'd electric slide. I don't know if it was, I guess it was version of the, the electric boogie that we do it to. There were other like electric slide songs. Well, there's there's one iconic one that I grew up with. Yeah. I don't know. That's not what's going on here. That's not what's happening here. Yeah. Okay. So let's see where t- why Tina ran off Louise with her boogie woogie woogies. Going to continue to hit him. Yeah, I think Louise continues to hit him. Listen for the like, because that's Gene getting hit in the crotch. You gotta feel it. It's electric. Boogie woogie woogie. <laughs> Okay, so Linda comes dancing into the window to get the burger mm-hmm. as uh, Louise gives a little, like, other slap onto Jean's crotch. Well, while Jean is dancing. Yeah, and we get another boogie-woogie-woogie from Tina, who's now on the other side of the service window, and you see, like, her little head run by as she says boogie-woogie-woogie from right to left. Yeah, it's really funny. Like, when in other credits, when Louise passes, I think it was the laser tag credits, like, you just see her ears through the window now you just see since tina's a little bit taller you see like her, her nose. nose and above yeah um but what i love about her boogie woogie woogie it looks like she's um it looks very manic like she's walking way faster than she normally walks so i feel like maybe it's a it's a caffeine sitch that's exactly what's happening i think Ooh, it's Okay, so what we see happens here is Tina had like run to the front. It seemed like she was went to get more espresso and then she comes around back into the kitchen. She's got a little espresso cup that she's kind of like hoarding like uh, biscuit hoards like a chew from us if... Yeah. We give one to him and he doesn't want to give it back to us. Exactly. He doesn't want to, want to take it from us. Like him. the shoulders are tense. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing is wrong. Please don't take this away from me. What I love is she sips the espresso and her leg pops as if it's this like romantic comedy um, she, kiss. Yeah. She does that when she <laughs> kisses, what's his name? Josh in the, uh, oh, the milk. Does. In the milk. In the milk fridge. aisle. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. You know, Linda has no clue what she's doing. Bob's back is still turned. It's one of those relatable. Yeah, it's one of those ones where there's like just the chaos of the kids in the restaurant. Linda's kind of joining a little bit, but other than that, it's like this is typical. This is the kids are always doing their thing. I love these credits. Highlights, lowlights. Why do you love them? Is there anything you don't like about them? I think what I love is that it always reminds me of like. We've had like this crazy, insane weekend, like Linda signed up for a total scam and she sold my freaking espresso machine, but now we're back in the kitchen and it just makes me feel like that family moment. But I really do appreciate when each um, like A story and B story and maybe the runner is acknowledged. And I think that it does that here. I agree. I think it's just a little bit of everything that you need in the credits for me. I don't know that I have any low lights in this one. I just feel like, I guess what I was trying to say with the whole like family spiel is like, it feels like it's the Saturday morning after and it's just a continuation of the episode. Which we love. Yeah. I mean, it can't be technically since 
they did get rid of the espresso machine. Yeah. Um. So it's not quite, but I, I love it. Maybe it's just before. Yeah. Gene's still happy. He and is still, still happy. This is probably before the events even. That is if a good If you think thought. about it, because he's still in his gear. His pants are he's clean. He's dancing to electric slide. He's super excited. And there's still espresso because Tina runs around and gets espresso. So maybe this was this took place. This is like a prequel. We this is our this is our first prequel credits. Maybe I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. And Louise is still testing out. Like, oh yeah, you you're sure that cup is is fine? Yeah, he's let's, like, yeah, let's, let's use it, to, it. Yeah, let's let's make some music with that thing. I love that. It's but it's right before Jean's dreams crumble. I was gonna suggest we do the cup bat test on our Instagram, but I think I'm gonna skip that one. You're going to go on to Amazon and buy a plastic cup. Who says I don't have one? You have one? Well, I got a did. bat. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Max is so sure that having a bat by our bed is like the ultimate security system. So wherever we move from apartment to apartment, the bat comes with us. The bat, the bat's there. <laughs> Don't anyone come mess with me. When did you even buy that? Did you buy that for protection? No, I used to p- play with my buddies in the park. A little baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, haven't you ever seen uh, Us, the uh, Jordan Peele movie? That's that's me. You want to get crazy, we can get we crazy. Can get crazy. That's me going out there. Um. Okay. Should we score these credits? Yeah. We score on a scale of one to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. Uh, Just got a big stretch from Biscuit. Uh, Skylar, do you want to score first or should I score first? I can go first. Okay. And it's okay if you don't agree with me. Got to keep me real and honest. I'm giving him a 10. Skylar? Yeah. (laughs) I'm giving them a 10 as well. I love them. I love them too. But you didn't read the lyrics. Um, I didn't. I didn't write the lyrics because it's not like a Bob's written song. They're perfect. They're they're everything I love. Why they're, do you like overall? Why do you love them? They're in the kitchen. One of my favorite things. I like being in the kitchen. You know that. Um, a gene dance. All the kids are contributing to this one. Louise is being mischievous. Uh, Tina is addicted to caffeine, and <laughs> still managing to contribute to the song throughout her addiction. Okay, okay, okay. I, I just I just love it. And I love the song. And I love their ver- their their cover of the song. I think you kind of nailed what I was trying to say earlier, which is that the kids are each being quintessential them. Yep. Like, is this not so Louise, so Jean, and so Tina? It's perfect. Mwah. Perfection. Bob's being a straight man. Yep. And Linda's Linda's just getting in just a little bit with a couple shoulder shakes. Yep. Nothing too crazy. Um, I feel good about this. I do too. That's that. Thank you everyone for listening. Please follow us on social media. I, I won't be trying the cup thing, but maybe I'll take a picture with my bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob's credits all across the board. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's credits. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, anything else, Skylar, before we say goodbye here? Nope. Just uh, stay Gouda. Oh, I like that. I was bringing it back. Bringing it. Yeah, I got got you. (laughs) Okay. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.